This story starts where most great stories end, with an epic hangover. It was Saturday morning and my head was pounding and I knew there was no way I was going to get through the day without some carbs and some really good coffee. It was July 17th, 2010. I remember because on the way, I got a speeding ticket. This was turning out to be a really crappy Saturday. But everything was about to change. When I walked into the coffee shop, I saw him for the first time, the cute boy from the coffee shop behind the counter who had a gorgeous smile and a laugh that filled up all the air in the room. I knew in that moment that I was going to date the cute boy from the coffee shop if it killed me. Pretty soon, my visits to the coffee shop became pretty frequent and the samples of muffins and coffee became more and more generous until one day he completely disappeared. So what's a girl to do? Well, what any self-respecting single girl would do. Buy a bottle of wine, grab your girlfriends, and stalk him on Facebook until you find him. That's exactly what I did, and I slid into his DMs and asked what had happened. He told me that it was the story best told over cocktails. So just a few days later, at the end of the bar, he told me what had happened. As we sat there, everyone else started to melt away. We talked about the books we loved, the movies that were our favorites, and the music that we enjoyed the most. I learned that he was a musician and a stand-up comedian. In that moment, I knew that this was the guy for me. At one point, the bartender turned to me and said, is there anything else I can get you? He looked at me and said, what do you want? I sweetly looked at him and said, isn't it obvious, and planted a kiss on him. Now, his side of the story is a little bit different. Basically, he says that I drunkenly tried to make out with him with absolutely no warning. But this is my story, and I'm going to tell it the way I damn please. From there, we were pretty much inseparable. Our days off were spent by the pool, splashing our legs in the water to cool off from the hot Arizona sun. I remember he told me a story about when he was a little kid that he was scared to jump off the deep end of the pool. His mom even tried to bribe him by saying she would buy him a Batmobile if he would just learn how to dive in. I couldn't understand how this larger than life personality could be scared of anything, let alone jumping in the deep end of the pool. He immediately got up, gave me the biggest grin you've ever seen, and did a giant cannonball. When his birthday was a couple weeks later, I knew the perfect gift. I can't even tell you how his eyes lit up when I handed him that package and he unwrapped a Batmobile. From that moment on, we were jumping in the deep end together. There was one small problem. We were living in Scottsdale and I was about to take a job in New Mexico. When I told him the news, there was a very long, long pause. It felt like it lasted forever. When the silence finally broke, he turned to me and said, one of my favorite Talking head songs has a line that says, the less we say about it, the better. We'll make it up as we go along. That's exactly what we did for the next year. I was home about a year later for a birthday brunch to celebrate his birthday. And we'd gotten into a little scuffle with a cab driver. The cops may have been called but we only have seven minutes, so I'm gonna save that story for another time. After brunch, he turned to me and said, we're gonna get married someday. 
I kind of laughed and shrugged it off and thought it was all the mimosas. But he turned to me and said, no, we have to get married. Not only are you the only person I know who will put up with my antics, you actually enjoy being a part of them. Things moved pretty quickly from there. We packed up the the car and his guitars and our dog Hank and moved to New Mexico to be together. I had no doubt in my mind that he would be a quick fit. He made friends super easily and within days was headed off on a camping trip with his new friend, Dan. I remember he walked me to the car that day, kissed me and said, I love you, and was excited to get back and tell me about his trip. The next day, I was doing some errands around the house when I got a phone call from a number I didn't recognize. With any number I don't recognize, I immediately sent it to voicemail. The number called again, and I thought, oh shit, did I forget to pay my credit card? Sent it to voicemail. The number called a third time, and I figured I might as well pick it up just in case. When I picked it up, it was Dan. I don't remember a lot from that phone call, but I do remember the first thing that he said was that Adam was gone. I didn't understand what he meant. I asked if it was a joke. I asked if maybe he had just gotten lost in the woods. But Dan just kept saying, Adam is gone. That was July 17th, 2012. Exactly two years from the first time I walked into that coffee shop and saw the beautiful boy with that ginormous smile and the laugh that filled up all the air in the room. Adam was gone. The next couple weeks were a total blur. I had a cruise planned to Alaska with my mom, and even though she wanted to cancel, I wanted to be as far away from everything I knew. So we boarded the ship, and during the days we spent our days exploring Alaska, and our nights with her holding me as I cried myself to sleep. Somewhere on that trip, when we were out on a hike in Juneau, and we were confronted by a baby bear, I got that same feeling in the gut of my stomach that I got the day in that coffee shop. I knew I was going to move to Alaska. Just a few months later, through a crazy series of events, I got a job offer in Alaska took four hours to decide to say yes, and three weeks later was on a plane to the place where I'd found healing from a broken heart. At Adam's funeral, a friend said to me that I should always let Adam's love be the barometer, that years later, my heart would heal, I would find love again, but to make sure that that person loved me as much as Adam did. I'm happy to report that all these years later, I have found love again. My new love has taught me about adventure, about taking in the scenery, about slowing down, about struggles, about heartbreak, new beginnings, and has introduced me to some of the best people I've ever known. Alaska, thank you. Thank you for being the love that I never knew I needed.